Coming at you from Summerine Studios, it's Rage Across the Internet, your Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we've got producer Joey. Hey, guys. To my right, Mr. Tommy Dixon. How's it going? And directly across from me, live from the Weaver's Webs, we've got Daniel DeGrasse Tyson. How are we doing, buddy? <laughs> Can you hear me? I... <laughs> I... Hey, not, not even going to bother... Just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I'd win in the chamber. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting. All right, how are we all doing, everybody? We're doing good. Oh. <laughs> doing good. Doing good. You can't just throw that out there. <laughs> oh, I have to throw those out there. It's the reactions are half the fun. Oh, my God. And I just kind of went to, like, Degrassi. Well, that's where I went at first, too, and then I was like, wait, no. I had to loop back around to who <laughs> Well, actually, I thought about that, too, because, you know, we did have a uh, suggestion for one of our listeners, you know, uh, I'm Melissa, that she said we didn't have enough Canada oh, represented. Oh, okay. So. Okay. <laughs> yes. Shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. So you have to be more. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Good to be back in studio. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. I'm certain. From the collection of assholes, yes. Yeah. We're not going to hear about that later. What? What? What are you talking about? All right. So, hey, it's a uh, happy December, everybody. (laughs) Burr. I know, right? Try to to stay warm, but, uh, you know, we're, we're coming at you with another episode. Mm-hmm. That's why it's you hear us talking. Because you say you, you say happy December, and Tom says burr. When like the last two or three of our episodes, we're talking about how it was so warm in November. That's true. Oh, it was freakishly and, warm for the year. It was, and it's not and that it's, cold. No, but it's been so freakishly warm that even moderately cold is like egregious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how fucking dare you? <laughs> exactly. What we're seeing now is what we should have saw weeks ago. Exactly. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like waking up in the morning and there's just fucking snow. It's that first time of the year. Just like, already? Come on. I and enjoyed it, it. And it's yeah, always... Uh, you guys suck. <laughs> it's, I, it's always already. I'm well, sticking with this here. The first snows are great. No. It's after mm. three months of it. It's I like, want it to be done. You're right, right. <laughs> no, but see, like it, it's like a harbinger of the three months from now. When it's up to your fucking knees and everything's miserable. And the first snow is, is particularly great because everyone freaks out. Oh, well, they forgot how to drive. Right. Mm-hmm. They uh, Somehow, they became unaware of the fact that this shit happens every year. Mm-hmm. Which, spark, which parking spot should I use? All of them? Okay. The world's ending. <laughs> Fucking... People. I just... <laughs> we touched a chord on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? In Persium 2021, all I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> oh. oh. man. No. I like when it's snowing and like the Christmas trees in the window and you can see the snow mm-hmm. behind the Christmas tree and yeah. Isn't it just a scene from Home Alone? No. It's the Homer or a channel. Much, or Die a much hard. better Christmas movie, Gremlins. It's, it's a scene from Die Hard. It's not from Die Hard, though. Yeah. Die Hard is, is the best Christmas movie. Correct. But No, see, I have the Hallmark movie channel subscription on my Prime. Yeah, yeah, my... So. My mother does that. <laughs> right. I, I go to visit. My mother is, is a very intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll, and I'll go to visit for the holidays. And she's like, it's time for the Hallmark chant. And I have to endure this. <laughs> and I'll look at her I'm like, did you hit your head this year? What, why are we watching this? I have to endure Christmas story marathons with mine. So I, yeah. it, it just played. Oh, we're watching it again. It just oh. Put, oh, we're watching it. She's got the whole 24-hour oh. marathon on. Over oh. and over oh. and over. Oh, oh, oh no. no, no. So are the holidays over yet? Getting there. We're not even there yet, actually. Oh. We got another uh, another week, I think, until I, Christmas. I don't know when this is airing, so Merry Christmas. No, that'll be, next, that'll be the next mm-hmm. one. Oh, oh, Happy Hanukkah? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Hanukkah's before. Yeah, you're right. All right. So. That's, uh, that's sure. Spanish for Christmas. So, uh, bueno. Bueno. <laughs> so we're teaching about culture too. A little bit of Canada. <laughs> a little bit of Spanish. 
What are we here for? <laughs> we're, we're actually we're here um, to unleash the big P. I'm not waiting. even going to make it that's what she said joke. I've been waiting to say that since the first time we dropped that reference. <laughs> okay. And I waited to say it today until Tom was drinking. Yes. In the hopes of creating a disaster. There's a very expensive microphone in front of me. That's not happening. <laughs> I swallowed it down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the show people tune into. There is so many jokes I'm not going to make right now. It's all we do. <laughs> yeah. No, it you is already made them. Yeah, it it is time for what I have until now only called the big P. Mm-hmm. Pentex. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> well, that wasn't that scripted. Was <laughs> None of this is scripted. <laughs> that was great. Good job, you guys. Thank you. Yep, uh, Pentex. You know the um, super evil wormy megacorp that I didn't use by name until like now because uh, Tom has known nothing about this, mm-hmm. and we were keeping it that way. Now, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the world of meta knowledge. Stuff I know nothing about. Right? Stuff that you're going to learn about, but can't use in game. Yay. Up top. That was weak. (laughs) That's better. (laughs) All right, not close enough. All right. So, let's kick this off. Joey, what the fuck is Pentax? Pentax, well, depending on what book you read, it is either a multinational holding company or it is the resulting company that happened after um, the oil company that was founded. So there's there's a bunch of different, well, two different origin stories for Pentax. Yes, yes there are. But it basically made a lot of money. And then gobbled up other companies. As companies do, that doesn't right. seem so sinister. What's what's the difference? Um, this sounds like Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> if if Amazon had their their grubby little tentacles and everything all around the world, yes. Crazy. Well, it was better than some of the phrasing. <laughs> it was like the third or fourth one that I thought of. Um, <laughs> But, okay, so in the world of darkness, most of the companies, most of the corporations are accidental antagonists. Pentex chooses to be an antagonist. This is to say they are actively in league with the worm. They are aware of the worm, and they're like, hey, buddy. We got you. They're going to promote it. You know, they have, I think, a black spiral dancer on their board of directors. There is, at some point. Yeah. It, at least one, eventually two, on the board of directors? I thought yeah. there was at least one. There have yeah. been more. If there, eventually there are two. Pentex okay. has a long history. I mean, they date back to the 1800s. They do. They do. And like I said, um, it started out as premium oil. And depending on what book you read, either <laughs> Hiram Bollingsworth was the founder or... Jeremiah Lassiter. Which is a name that should be, but is not familiar to the two gentlemen sitting around the table with us. And well, Coyote why says hi. Should it... Say it again. Coyote says hi. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Walked you right by his estate. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well. So yeah, there's there's <clears throat> two I... stories. Um, Jeremiah Lasseter is in Book of the Worm Second Edition. Yes. And um, Hiram Bollingsworth is in another book. <laughs> there were lots. I went through like six books. So hell. there were a lot. Um, well, Pentex is such a large part of. Oh, the yeah. Worm. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they have a full chapter in every book of the worm dedicated to them. And then the subsidiaries book, and then right. Monkey Wrenchers, and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of what's in Book of the Weaver. Applies to Pentax. It really does. It really does. But um, they are the big P. Yeah. So okay, Hiram. Hiram. How many times can Porter say the big P? In this as one many episode? as he wants. Um, <laughs> so Hiram. Yeah, he started Premium Oil in you know the late 1800s, and 
it went public in 1916. He eventually attracted the attention of a bane, and his wife was one of... She was into the spiritualism movement, and she would bring him along to the, the fortune tellers and the psychics, and that's how he ended up, you know, a bane found him and said, yeah, you're my type. And that's when premium oil became Endron, and they, you know, started making lots of money, making all the business decisions, and Pentex became a holding company, and everything went to the worm. Um, with Jeremiah Lassiter, though, he founded Premium Oil in 1865. <laughs> he became trapped in a tunnel during a drilling accident, and the interesting thing about the tunnel was the Atina had imprisoned a Bane there, and Lassiter was bargaining for his life and became buddies with that Bane. And that's when Endron and Premium Oil and Pentex took off. So which story is true? Bleh. Um, the interesting oh, the, one was... Whichever one you want to use in your story. Jeremiah Lassiter contracted syphilis and committed suicide... His son Gross. took over. He wasn't so good at business. So he died in a yachting accident. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Colin Jenner took over, who made friends with that same Bane. And, I mean, it just it's a whole page of everything. Like, the whole history on him. With Hiram, it's not as fleshed out. There's just nothing... Like, they definitely put the time and effort into Jeremiah Lassiter's timeline. And, I mean, there's fiery car accidents. And, I mean, people just, I mean, it, it's amazing how these people die. But in Hiram's chart, it's like, oh, yeah, this happened. Oh, but the interesting thing about Hiram is he did die, but now he's arisen. So, he's what? still hanging around. This is on me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. then. Oh, well, okay. So, Zombie, got it. it. It feels to me, and I can't prove this, and we're, because of all the different books, it, it's where the hell did Hiram originate? But I have to feel like Hiram was written by someone who was taking over, was writing a book, and was unaware of Jeremiah Lassiter. Yeah. Just because of all the time put into Lassiter, and Lassiter shows up a lot of different places. He does, he and does. And Hiram is this kind of new wrench in the works, if you will. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and, like, you know, I I was reading the books, and I was reading subsidiaries and, you know, everything, and I hadn't heard of Lassiter until I got to Book of the Worm. That doesn't surprise me, but, you know, at the same time, Book of the Worm, you know, every version of Book of the Worm has a chapter specifically devoted to Pentex, just like every Book of the Worm has a chapter that they call the Black Spiral Dancer Tribe Book. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things. But that's, yeah, that's the humble beginnings with Jeremiah Lassiter. <laughs> Or, 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 yeah. Or Hiram. But, but Jeremiah Lassiter. Yeah, he's, he's, Porter, get, okay, I get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're stretching that name one. We, right, should right. know. we get it. And I, I just busted We don't remember it. We get it. <laughs> and I think it's interesting to point out that the vast majority of people who work for Pentax, and I'm using quotes there because it's not just. Pentex. Like, nobody really works for an international holding company. They work for Enron. They work for King Distilleries. They work for Otalis. Um, or Black Dog Gaming. Or right. Telus Industry. Yeah. So all, the, the, all their subsidiaries. Yeah. Subsidiary, yeah, that word. So the vast say. majority of those people are just normal people. They're just trying to do their job. Mm-hmm. And they don't know they're actually being a, you know, air quotes, servants for the worm. Right, right. They just want to put, you know, a roof over their head and food in their refrigerator. And, you know, maybe if you're working on that factory line in King Distilleries, you don't realize, of course, you're maybe slowly being, being possessed and you go home and do some unsavory shit. But it comes up every now and then, certainly. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, they. I mean, it's it's a possibility. You know, and that's something that I think that's great about Pentex is it's it's a force you can't directly fight most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. You know, um, like Joey brings up, you know, you're not running into, you're not going to find Pentex letterhead. I mean, you'll find it reading the books and shit. You know, you'll see like a van with Pentex on the side, but that's not not in the game. No, because what's Pentex? You know, I think it's I think it's absolutely hysterical that in our real world there is a company called Pentex. Like you can actually see Pentex vans on the street. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I think it's creepy that Seven Generation is a cleaning solution. And, well, not just a oh. cleaning solution. They they have a bunch of stuff, and I've sent you pictures. Yes. They they have a section in, in the grocery store. Oh, boy. Just clean your kitchen with the souls of diddle orphans. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you wouldn't I mean, know. I, mean, I know. I don't use it. <laughs> but you wouldn't know. A normal person's not going to know. Read the label. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's in the ingredients. I'm not sure. It yeah, says I, all natural, I have, right? I have. Oh, damn oh, it. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be all natural then. Yeah. But I, 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 it was hysterical the first time I texted you a picture of the seventh generation. I think I told her to run. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you were about to say. Yeah. No, I, I just thought it was really interesting how Pentex itself is in all their subsidiaries are kind of just like replicating and mirroring what the heads of the Hydra is. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pentex is directly compared to a many-headed Hydra. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought that was really cool. And like, okay, this is what we're serving, and we know how well it works, so this is how we need to replicate it. But they're not, not most of these people. You know, I mean, only a very select small group. I mean, the, yeah, the border hip to it, and maybe certain upper members of management through. I mean, that you're. Yeah, but it's it's a very small collective of people that know what's going on. Yeah, largely you're just working for a shitty company that forces overtime on you, and you're miserable all the day. Which, so like, so like most of you. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and like a lot of the working. Person, tell us. Tell us the video game company. Mm -hmm. They have a very interesting strategy. So they're making video games and they're making video game consoles. That's their business, and they're making hyper violent video games to desensitize the public. Okay, that's one avenue that they're choosing. Then, um. TELUS Quebec is cultivating gamers who are constantly online. They want their consumer to constantly be online. That's their aim. TELUS Seattle has made the Typhoon Contact, which is like the... Um, I was telling you about it. It's, it's the, the camera you attach to your gaming system that, you know, you can move like around. Like the and, Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that actively monitors and documents the players even when they're not playing. Makes sense. So that's recorded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So they can tell, like, if you're having an argument with somebody or if you're talking about something while you're on the phone in your living room or, you know, whatever you're doing. So the contact monitors... And documents their physical activity. So that's already devious. And they can already use that information. Is it is it worm-based? No. It's just gross for a company to do that. However. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it, it might not be for the worm, but worm's probably going to take full advantage. Well, hold on, Danny. Because we've got we've got the wormy portion right now. It's oh, great. that the Just, contact you know, Mr. Paranoia. <laughs> the contact, that little, you know, camera that attaches to the gaming console makes it so that first teams can transmit banes over long distances for possession. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> oh, nice. And now I I do want to take this back a step or two. Mm-hmm. Um 
because you know we talked about the beginning of Pentex. We talk about what Pentex is in a nutshell, but what do they want? And that's the Omega Plan. Okay. And so let's. I want to take a sec to talk about the Omega Plan. Okay. Because what is Pentex doing? Pentex serves the worm. Pentex works with the worm. Yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of on par. They're not subservient. No, no. Pentex feels that it's it's too big to be subservient to the worm. Mm-hmm. We'll totally work together while Pentex and X plan Omega, which is a three-step plan. Mm-hmm. Step one, the defilement phase, which is the current phase we're in. And it's Pentex trying its best to bring about the total destruction of the environment. They want to defile the planet. Step one. And you said that's what we're currently in? Yep, that's where they are right now. They're on phase one. They want to subjugate the human will and leave this planet a lifeless ball of rock with some meandering humans. That's that's their step one. Mainly them. Well, mm, because then we go into some humans. Well, we're going to, we're going to, you stick with us, buddy. Because then we get to phase two, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is the reconstruction phase. Joey? Pentex swoops into the rescue. (laughs) And they rescue the earth and the remaining humans will worship the saviors. Uh, You know, Pentex. Saviors of the planet. They want to become gods. The world was dying and they saved it. Mm -hmm. All hail, Pentex. (laughs) Yeah, they, I mean, they will be worshipped because they put things back to rights. And step three... Is the domination phase. Yes. Where they have grown to be the largest and richest organization in the world at that point, And will control the majority of the planet's population. They will begin to, at that point, erode the power bases of the various countries that has helped. These countries, not able to do much at the time to stop anything. Right. <laughs> they just kind of... Crumble. And um, revolution may be the primary means of uh, uniting the people under Pentex's rule. Though, maybe they could use more subtle means. Well, and they also talk about seeding people into governments and economic powers so that there won't be a resistance. They just want to rule the whole planet. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What will be left of the planet at that point? The Omega Plan. it will be created, recreated in their own image. Yep. Sounds very weaverish, too. Yeah. But again, they're not of the worm. I mean, there's plenty of things of the worm there. Right. Don't get us wrong. But they are <laughs> they think they're too cool for school. They're above the worm. Or at least worm adjacent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> worm adjacent. <laughs> we're on, yeah, they, if the we're worm on could the knock level. them out instantly if it wanted to. Yeah, I mean... Well, you, they don't believe that. They don't, but maybe Worm does. I don't think the Worm... Does the Worm even know Yeah, this? I don't know if the Worm works that way or thinks that way. But, I mean, you look at the board of directors, mm-hmm. which I feel is probably our natural. Yeah. You know, yeah, and... These, these guys are kind of crazy. From what I was... What little I was trying to get out of this was, like... It, it was nuts. It's like the top of the ladder kind of thing. Oh, certainly. Um... And it's a really crooked and fucked up ladder with some missing rungs <laughs> yeah, yeah. and some added rungs. Oh, and... God, there's there's rungs everywhere. <laughs> there's rungs that... even attached to the ladder, just on the floor near it. Right? <laughs> so how do you even know who's on the board of directors? I mean, I've well, reading the book, but I'm saying... If he you, says if you it have like a story, there's one book. Reading, <laughs> reading the six or seven books, sorry. But <laughs> I'm, I'm staying, so you're playing a story. Right. Mm-hmm. How would you even begin to start finding out who is on these board of directors? Well, um, it could be. And I mean, this is all theoretical at this right, point. Right, right. It could be that maybe the information you took from a computer, say in Canada, you know, would have a couple names on it that maybe it shouldn't. That might lead you to something else. Um, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe the names would cross-reference Make to fast. like a little shack. <laughs> Somewhere in, I don't know, some, somewhere with like a landfill. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you figured it out yet, Tom, but... um, You can't see me, Danny, but I'm sitting here shaking my head at him, giving him a glare. Right, 
He's definitely referencing some of the oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just previous a bit. stories. Yeah. And you've, been, you've been chasing this thread for three Chronicles and didn't know it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, at least we know where our next Chronicle's going. But do we really? No. <laughs> no. No, we don't. You know, and it's one of those, like, unless the storyteller is going to lay these seeds out for you. Yeah, you're not going to get them. You don't know. You know, they, I want to say they worked long and hard to make it as muddy as possible. Certainly, at least since, um, probably since 94. Yeah. Um, but do any Garu know? Yeah, oh, yeah. And I mean, it, it, it depends on where you, I suppose it depends on where you are in your own meta plot. Um, like I said, like I just mentioned 94. Canonically, 94 was kind of when all of this broke. Oh, yeah. It was huge. And um, there there was a pack led by a Windigo named Shadow Runner? Shadow Walker? And, you know, you keep saying 94. I heard 93. It was referenced as 93 in my books. Um, it is referenced. There is one book where it's referenced as 93 a couple times, mm-hmm. but the predominant is 94, so I stuck with the one that was referenced more often. Okay, but I just want to say that there is yes, it, that. Yes, 93, 94. It's yeah. somewhere. And it might be the 93 <laughs> attack. New the, year. <laughs> right? Well, you know, it might have been the 93 attack of the 94 elections. Right. And, okay. and it ha- a lot of this came out of the. The convention. There was the, the Gen Con. I didn't know about this. Oh, really? This is Inside Baseball, folks. Everyone listen. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm? So, um, I believe it was the 93 Gen Con. They had announced that they were going to have an election for the board of directors. Only to the people attending that Gen Con. And you could submit your character. So, these guys... Are the ones they picked. Really? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then, real quick, on, on the off chance, right, that um, that they're listening, who, whichever one of you is responsible for Catherine Mollett, that's my favorite board member. Good on you. Yeah. So. <laughs> the off chance someone's listening. Well, hell, hey, you, you never know. If, you know? I, you know what? At that point, I'm curious if any of these guys are listening. Please send in. Yeah, actually, that's 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 a good point. Yeah, so that's, That's I mean, it came from the 1993 Gen Con conference. Now, of course, they did that later. They did that later as well, and we were just going to skim over that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know they did that. I had no idea they did that in 93. Mm -hmm. So that, they they did it again with the Kickstarter for Worm 20, Mm. is they did, you know. uh, That I knew about. That, I remember you mentioned that to me before, Porter. Yeah. With the Kickstarter for that. But as far as the 93, 94 one... Yeah, that's cool as hell. hell. There's precedent now. Like, yeah. I'm less irritated by the Kickstarter one. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was like, directly referenced that, you know, it they came from the Gen Con Shit. convention. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is super cool. Um, but, yeah, you know, the board of directors, they're, they're a piece of work. Um, and they're all... Sorry. <laughs> yep. That was a bit of an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, how many, like, pedophiles are on the board? Like, what, it's, three? I think 60%. You know? It's, it's I, it, mostly they're disgusting people. Oh, yeah. You know, um, there there are, over the course of, you know, there, there's, I think, two spirals over the course of, you know, to get on the board. Um, there, there are, I, I mean. <laughs> well, how many are on the board at one time? Not all together, but like at one time, how many is there? You know, I don't think either one of us counted. I don't we know. We just went down the list. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like you look at Book of the Worm 1, and this is the thing, is every edition of Book of the Worm, there have been board changes. So right. there was this attack in 93, you know, which again was canonically when D- the, the cat's spots, out of the bag. Yeah, the spots opened up. Yeah, People and were... there was a board meeting, and like, Pakagaru attacked and killed three members of the board. Hmm. And uh-huh. so then they replaced them. <laughs> that's that's where my question earlier was going is why don't they try to kill every board member? Certainly, obviously they've been trying. They've tried, and you know Pentex is still pretty shadowy, uh, d- depending on your game. Maybe you know in your game everyone knows in ours clearly. We're just gonna we're about to uncork that because I like you guys being a part of that. Well, at the same time, remember if they're mirroring the heads of the Hydra, you know, you take out one head and several more sprout out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and 
it, it gets crazy with the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about how, I think a great example is Enzo Giovanni. Okay. Um, now, he was embraced in 1871. So. He's part of the Giovanni family. Yes. The Giovanni clan. Right. And so, he. So vampire. Yes. yes. He, the, okay. Either that or he's just exceptionally long-lived Danny. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he's got a couple of blood boys. <laughs> he's got a... Porter's jealous. He's got a blood boy. He's, he has several blood boys if he's lived this long. <laughs> wow. So, blood men. <laughs> no, you so, want the boys. Enzo Giovanni actually um, has chosen Pentax above the Giovanni clan. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's saying a lot for a Giovanni. I mean, his own family name... That's, yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be like you forsaking the Gata Fenris to work at Kmart. <laughs> no. Maybe not exactly that, but. So, but anyway, he gets elected to the board. Yes. In maybe Jeff. Maybe Amazon, And then, and that's the thing, is he's a replacement for the 93 attacks, Enzo Giovanni. By the time Book of the Worm 2 is published... And I don't know how many years that takes place canonically between first and second edition, but by the time this happens, and I'm going to say four years, mm-hmm. just that's what's in my heart, Enzo Giovanni's already dead. So you pick up Book of the Worm 2, here's your board replacements, Enzo Giovanni, two paragraphs later, what happened to Enzo Giovanni? Here's his replacement on the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come and gone before you pick the book up. <laughs> wow. And... Um, in my notes, I have that he succumbed to the urge worm of power. Well, he wouldn't be the only one. Right. Because we have uh, my boy, Donald Gauntley. Oh. Who, um... <laughs> okay. Who was, uh... And I pulled this little blurb from 20. Mm-hmm. Because he comes, he comes up again in 20. He was a first edition member of the board who was largely a skin sack... Possessed by the uh, urge worm of despair. Mm-hmm. Like the actual urge worm of despair. Fuck the Melgian Incarna. I'm possessing the body of Donald Gauntley. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And I'm sitting on the board of Pentex. Good lord. Yeah. Um, but I pulled this from 20 because he comes up again, which is a little fucking odd, seeing as he disappears in second edition. Yeah. He just does. vanishes. They're like, we don't fucking know. Yeah, you do some like, do they things. mention he vanishes? Yeah. Or they just yeah, there's just like, he's gone. Yeah. He had worm okay. business to attend to, that's all. They're not even that. They're just like, bleh. <laughs> They're like, we can't find him. Chase Lamont, you're promoted. Right? Uh, but occasionally, someone tells a tale of the director who developed a conscious and ousted the urge worm of despair from his body. The act killed him, and that should have been the end of it. Gauntly didn't stay dead for long. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? His... I mean, okay, I get that there's a vampire there and he can live forever because, you know, Blood Boy. But, like, th- there's more that, that just, like, are immortal here? Gauntlet didn't stay dead for long. His corpse <laughs> became a vessel for something else. Oh my God. <laughs> the canon belief among the directors that the dis- um, is that the despair must have started using Gauntlet's form as a host rather than finding a new flesh puppet. But something was controlling Gauntlet's dead body. And it certainly seemed to be working in service of the worm. Um, after several years, the board concluded that while Gauntlet possessed, or whatever was in his body, was just as malignant as before, but um, it acted significantly less subtle. And so they, uh, they, I mean, they're afraid of him at that point. Mm-hmm. What do you do about this? Right? Like, he's, he's equally terrible, but he's not being subtle anymore. So they just fired all of his contacts and his yes-men in, in, you know, kind of like um, Office Space where they move that dude to the basement. Just remove all his power. He won't have power. Yeah, kind of like that. And so he just fucked off. He just disappeared. Fell off the Pentex radar and then showed up like 14 years later in Israel to make a new company. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Is is that company still like a subsidiary of Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Nothing to do with Pentax. Oh, no, not after what they did to him. They, they, he's going to be starting <laughs> his own business to compete. Exactly. You know, uh, produces firearms, weapons, factories responsible for the sub- subjugation, mistreatment of workers all across the Middle East and Asia. Competition. <laughs> <laughs> not a monopoly. Hmm. That's, you know, 
a member of the board. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> now, if anybody knows what happened to Harold Hines, please write in. I need to figure out what happened to Harold Hines. He's it's, mentioned super briefly and never again. G- yes, and it's driving me up a wall. Give give me, you know, a no, a DM me in Discord, I don't care. He just, it's driving me batty. No, we, we did, we spent some time, Joey and I spent some time on the board. Like, independently of each other. Please rephrase that because you make it sound like we're working for Pentax. <laughs> <laughs> Although one of my characters did do some work for Pentax accidentally. And it's funny. Accidentally? Yeah. Um, Joey didn't realize this. <laughs> She's told this story probably a couple times. Yeah. Um, if you recall uh, the story. Uh, Jasmine? About her jumping on the flaming vampire that one time and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was Enzo Giovanni. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Pentex was trying to assassinate him. So you just helped them. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Good job, Joey. <laughs> so that's what happened to Enzo. Hmm. Cheers. Of course he's back. Now he is. Yeah, yeah. he's back now. He's back. Because, <laughs> you know, Pentex... Of, fucking of course. Can't be they, dead. They can't stay dead. No. But you talked about Catherine Mullet. Yes. She's my favorite. That's your, why, your favorite. Why is she your favorite? Um, because what the fuck is she doing there? <laughs> First of all, she's she's the director of HR yes. and Pentex, and that's hilarious. Oh, it's fantastic. Because <laughs> why does Pentex what? need HR? That's exactly where I was going with right? that. Okay. But it's it's not, remember, it's not Pentex, it's, it's all of the companies. Mm-hmm. So she's the director. Oh. But, but... So she's the controller at this point, not HR. Except, except, I mean, that is the position, is HR. Which, again, is funny. The, the director of HR is sitting on that board. Amuses me. The Pentex board of directors with the urge worm of despair, you know, playing footsies with three vampires. <laughs> you know, okay. But she made a little deal with the worm mm-hmm. at one point to get ahead, mm-hmm. as many of them are wont to do. And as a result, she is unable to lie. Yes. She is physically incapable of lying. Hmm. Not like she's bad at it. She can't. She's 26 years old. Which is kind of young for a HR on that major level of corporation. And you, you say that she is the head of HR. But in the 1990s, there was a restructuring plan. So, you know, it took the board of directors and split it up and put them, and I will save everybody all the acronyms and all the, the business rabbit hole I went down, <laughs> but it took the board of directors and broke it up into subdivisions and so that they all had a spot. And she... The HR is one of those. So she is on the board. Yeah. It's just they all have other jobs as well. That's still confusing as to why an HR is needed on the board. It's not. It's it's <laughs> it's just somewhere they It's human resources on the top, top level. Okay. So she's human resources for all of their subsidiaries. Right. It's not just the people in this building. Because what's the Pentex? Oh, no, I, I'm, I get that. I'm just okay. saying it's it, labeling it as human resources, though, is, it, it's kind of silly. It, it, when, when we're talking about, you know, yeah, evil company number one. But, That's, I, I mean, mean, it should be a controller at that point because she's dealing with the companies more than she's dealing with the people of the companies. Well, no. Because they should all have their own separate HR. <laughs> yeah, but everyone's got a boss. Evil company. But she's the one who says, um, could you you know, reach out and, and talk to, you know, Harrietta Jones. I need her to come to a meeting where she's told, hey, you're going to be on one of the first teams. Mm. Or because, you know, she loves her job, by the way. 
you know, it, it's to make the employees miserable and productive. Yes. To make them just eat shit, breathe, and bleed Pentax. So, for example, um, Christmas bonuses this year will be doubled, but only for people who put in more than 80 hours of work a week. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So that's the clever shit right there, right? Destroying hearts and minds. And now they're going to work 80 hours a week. Next exactly. Week. Yep. Well, they might get a hundred. Maybe there's an extra bonus. I I can't imagine like something like my work telling me that. Yeah, but think about it. If they told you, you'd get not not only just your Christmas, but like you know, only for the people. But maybe the bonus is an extra thirty percent this year than it normally is. But it's only eligible for people who work more than eight hours a week. You're gonna fucking do it. Probably. Yeah. Extra thirty percent. Yeah. Boom roasted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, man, if, like, it sounds, it's so enticing, but, like, at the same time. Fuck your family, you made 30% more on your bonus. Yeah. (sighs) It's okay, though, because you can take them on that vacation mid-January. At least until you find out in two weeks that vacations have been cut that year because of some sort of restructuring kerfuffle. So HR's needed for a bunch of evil companies. (laughs) Well, it's a great way to, you know, to sap the soul out of the worker, which fuels their agenda, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then again, think about she can't lie. So she's on a board of directors with vampires and eldritch things and, you know, mass murderers and hyper pedophiles. And she's getting by (laughs) without lying. Well, and I mean, it's plural vampires. Multiple. Blah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Zettler, Zettler, he's a fifth gen Malkavian anti-trip. So he's a Sabbat vampire. Gross. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the evil ones. <laughs> well, they're all kind of evil. Yeah, right, are but... They all? but... But I wanted the distinction to, to help wash down the confusion. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> feels so much better now. Right? So, Peter Cullerford, he's kind of my favorite. Okay. He's 400 years old. No, Nobody knows why or how. He's just a mystery. He, he's just amazingly spry for his age. He's not a vampire. Oh, okay. That, I was about to say, 400 years old. Yeah. He's a vampire. Yeah, no, blow, nobody, no. no, not a vampire. Nobody knows how he's still alive. He's just—he's another meat puppet. Maybe. Well, I think another good one is uh, Franklin Rubin, okay. who replaced Enzo Giovanni, um, who just showed up one day. Yeah, yeah. He just walked in and said, "Okay." He just—he just showed up. There was no resume. There's no paperwork. And his claims that he's always been there. Now, here's the thing. You, you could walk into, I don't know, like uh, Walmart tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, no, I work here. What are you talking about? I came in with the seasonal people. <laughs> and you could probably get away with that for a day or two, you know? Because like, oh, shit, probably. I don't pay attention. Remember the yeah, kind well, of board we're talking about. So for him to show up and go, I've always been here. Fuck off, <laughs> man. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's your chair. Fuck it. Giovanni's gone anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> have a seat, sir. <laughs> yeah, he's just always been there. Yeah, maybe. It's like that could be literally. Are, are you gonna argue with him? Hiram? <laughs> <laughs> Not arguing with anybody on that board. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, you know, um, we've we've got some we've got some shit there. We. I mean, they do work. They have jobs. They do. Um, are we done playing with the board or do we want to play the board some more? <laughs> the board's diddling boys, no. Yeah. I mean, the amount of pedophiles that are on this board. I mean, we didn't even bring up... This is kind of a side tangent. Um, we didn't We don't bring do up those. What are you talking about? Francisco. He's a black spiral. Yes. He was the first black spiral to be inducted into the board. Yeah. And, like... They're not really sure about him. Like, he he got elected. Well, he was handpicked by Zettler. Yeah, but he got elected. Okay. 
you but, know, <laughs> yeah, he was Gen Con as it may be. He's 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 one of Zettler's proteges, right? And um, they're not really sure about him. He's lupus born, hmm. so that adds another element. Plus, he's black spiral, and he. So they're having meetings, and there's just a giant wolf sitting at this table. Well, he has a hominid form, Daniel. You know. Yeah, but if he's lupus, he probably doesn't like being in Hamid form, right? Well, he's on the board of directors. He can fucking deal with it. <laughs> That's Yeah, exactly. So, hey, look, I'm on the board. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I he might be in wolf form. I don't know. I, I'd say I doubt it. I mean, I, mean, I would I, doubt it, too. If I were a black spiral on that board of directors, I would be keenly aware that I am the weakest thing in this room. Yeah, yeah. Like, there Even are... if that's not true... <laughs> There are aspects of the worm in this room. Right. There is a 400-year-old person who nobody knows how they're still alive. Dude, for fuck's sake, Danforth Stern threw up a tentacle monster during his last board meeting. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone deal with that. <laughs> they, they, tr- they tried to. They had him escorted out of the building by a first team. The first team didn't make it. Oh, boy. That's a hell of a monster that he threw. <laughs> he, he, Mr. Stern's in the wild now. Mm-hmm. Just out there roaming around. So, I mean, like, a lupus-born black spiral is probably the weakest person in that room. That's yeah, a Catherine Mullen. Oh, well, yeah. But, but they don't believe that. They don't. Is the thing is they don't she, believe she can't lie. She can sit there and say, I can't lie. I'm the weakest person in this room. And no one believes that shit. Because <laughs> are you kidding me? You're on the, you're on the board. Fuck you're me. hiding something. Right. You're secretly 12 mechs or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she can't lie. She has no secrets. And they just treat her like she is the biggest liar She's like the most dangerous, probably the most dangerous one right. around. Which in a way she probably is. From a taking down Pentex standpoint. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but get her in a room. Get her talking. The end. I think it's hysterical <laughs> that they just, they treat her like she is, you know, but, just the giant hot potato. I think that's going to be the trick, though. Good luck getting her in a room. <laughs> well, sure. You know, I mean, you don't... Call a meeting with HR. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cor- corporate HR. Yeah. yeah. This is go, go, figure. I mean, stand from accounting. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's just what was in my heart. I'm sorry. No. Why, why are you sorry? I'm not at all. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That was ashamed. <laughs> but the other the other thing about her her quote superpower of never being able to lie, she can recognize when people are telling the truth. So she has an innate lie detector, which is a neat side effect. Like you know, yeah, she can't lie, but she knows when other people are lying. Well, to be fair, she works on the board. <laughs> She's. <laughs> So that thing's just pinging left, right, and right. center. Right. I mean, she's got to be good at spotting it. <laughs> Step one is someone talking. <laughs> Step two is their lips are moving. Where, where does vomiting up the tentacle monster come in? <laughs> He's a cult leader now. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, so they did write what happened to him oh, when he ran around, when oh, he ran in the wild. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, he, he'd been going crazy for a bit. It was like screaming about the aliens and the worm. Like, out loud. Out loud. So, so he got demoted, and then he threw up the tentacle monster, and then he was let go. And again, he killed the first team. He killed the first team. We don't know what happened, but he got through. And then showed up in the Midwest as Father Worm, the leader of a small religious cult in uh, Minnesota. Hmm. Oh. And he preaches about aliens and the worm, and he's been on television. Okay. Ranting and taking responsibility for multiple acts of civil disobedience and vandalism. Mm. And probably okay. nobody believes him. Uh, you know, probably. I mean, some people. Pentex believes him. <laughs> <laughs> They're not concerned at all. HR can tell he's not lying. But Francisco, our, our black spiral, mm-hmm. he's responsible for the Amazon war effort. Yes. 
Well, he's also um, the director of Project Iliad. Yes. But that's something mm-hmm. that I think we're going to talk about next time. Right. Um, this is a big one, guys. Pentex is it's it's, it's a lot of a lot of tentacles, a lot of moving parts of the big P. <laughs> And um, we're going to have to... <laughs> I hit that deadpan. Fuck you guys. Oh, my God. You need to stay off that side of the internet, sir. <laughs> so what we're actually going to do is we've decided this is is we probably have too much and we do. Cause we, we just, really we do. We just... You skim the surface, that was it. We just kind of finished talking about the board, not even the shit that they're up to. Right. So I think we're going to start uh, next week... Uh, maybe dipping into the special projects divisions? Yeah, yeah. And I also do want to cover their subsidiaries. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So when you get to the, you know, the real fucking meat and potatoes of the big P, next week. <laughs> You're just full wow. of those today. I, you know, it's it's the last time Save I get to do it. Save some for the next episode. It's <laughs> the last time I get to do it. Save some big P for later. You know, wow. we're... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I want to be commended for the restraint I am showing. <laughs> I am commending you for it. Thank you. Yeah, um, so we, we are going to call it. Uh, we're going to call it here, and we will see you next week. Uh, we want to thank you again uh, for listening, for your support. And, um, you know, if if you have a couple spare bucks and would like to support us financially or help, um, you can do that through our Patreon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, right there at the right there at the site. Uh, we have the PayPal as well, but we got some cool shit to give back with the Patreon. Yeah, which yeah. we we prefer that because we like we want to give you something too. Yeah, um, we like giving back. We do, we do, and that's of course RageAcrossTheInternet.com. You know, and while we're there, you can also look to our forums, hop into our Discord and hang out. Mm-hmm. And um, for the time being, visit our store. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that earlier, but um, we're taking a break and shut the store down while we find some vendors that we agree with more. Yeah, and I actually, um, thanks for that cue. I actually have one to tell you about off-air. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I've been doing some research on that. But, you know, so in the meantime, we've only got a couple of weeks, and we might extend it to January. That just depends on how. Yeah, yeah. We don't plan to, but it might shake out the way. But either way. I consider everything on there limited edition now. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's first, no guarantee. It's first edition stuff, technically. Yeah. yeah. You know, season, season one. one. Um, yeah, because there's no guarantee any of those. Will come back. Right. So if you've been thinking about it, now's the time. Um, but again, Pull thank the you. trigger. Yeah, do it. Get those Christmas presents. Why not? Yeah. Well, with the shipping. Yeah, it's it's going to take a while. Yeah. I, 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 I Delayed think, Christmas presents. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. by the time, I mean, that's, that's part of the problem. Right. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, it's not going to get by Christmas. But hey. Whatever. Last chance. Um, I mean, we want to thank you all so much for listening. Um, you know, it, it means the world to us. We love putting the show on. And, you know, if you can go and give us a rating, give us a review, let us know how you feel about it. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Tell your enemies. Who cares? They, they want to hear it, too. You can convert them that way. <laughs> you can convert enemies into friends by showing them this podcast. Sure. Yeah. See, yeah. even Tom thinks so. It's a good idea. Absolutely. Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, on behalf of everyone here at Submarine Studios, you guys have a great time, a great holiday. Be excellent to each other, and we'll see you next week for more Pentex. We'll see you.